It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hello, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Bonjour, la belle Angie oh, Taylor. Oh, bonjour, mon beau. Thank you, Angie. My handsome dad. Well, I don't know if I deserve that. Really? And with Jason being a boxer, please. Oh, stop. I don't want to be boxing the nose. I can still appreciate a beautiful man when I see one. Oh, thank you, Angie. Thanks for being with us tonight. Our phone lines are open, 855-905-8255. Also, anytime on the rendezvousshow.com. You can send an email. You can see Simon on his FYI show. Every Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Saturday night, and even every day if you go to the rendezvous show. Com. That's right. And we have a great show for you today. We have Rachel D'Alto on from the FYI channel. She's also a friend of mine, so I'm excited to oh, have her. Oh, good. Yes, I'm Rachel's, excited to welcome her. Yes, and she's a relationship expert as well. So um, she's going to be answering some emails and talking to us about all sorts of things. And I want to tell everybody, too, to make sure they get to therendezvousshow.com. Because why? Because we're giving away a trip to go see Mariah Carey in Vegas, baby. In Vegas, baby. I want to go see Mariah in Vegas. The diva, yes. If you want to see Mariah, just go on to uh, our website. That's therendezvousshow.com. You and your favorite person, we're going to send you to Vegas. Um, and she's got her new, re- or not her new residency. Yes, I should say she's coming back to the Coliseum at Caesars Palace with her resident show, Mariah, number one to infinity. I would love to have Mariah on the rendezvous with us because- M- Me too. She's been all through it with relationships. and That's true. She has all the ups, the downs, yes. and in between. Marriages, broken engagements, kids, you know. Divorces. Bo- backup dancer, boyfriends, the whole nine. So make <laughs> sure you get over to our website and check that out. So we have Rachel D'Alto coming up with us next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hello, Simon. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Uh, bonsoir. Bonjour, bonjour, bonsoir. The phone lines are open, 855-905-8255, and anytime at therendezvousshow.com. We have an awesome guest. It's actually a friend of mine, Simon, and uh, somebody also from the FYI yes. channel where you have your show. So the friend of my friends are my friend, Rachel. Bonjour. Bonjour, Rachel. <laughs> bonjour. Bonjour. <laughs> it's like yes, we're but- all family. Yes, we are. We're all family. You're going to learn French before uh, the end of this show. <laughs> or at least maybe exactly. a little bit. Uh, yeah, exactly. So not only is Rachel uh, married at first sight, Rachel, I love that show, by the way. Um, also, you are a relationship expert. You're a coach, a speaker, a communication expert, a diva, a and, mama. And a beautiful blonde woman. And a beautiful blonde, uh, yes. Oui. <laughs> eh, oui. Don't forget it. Angel. That's quite the resume Let's you have there. Let's lead with that. Let's lead with that. <laughs> yes. We've been talking about uh, jealousy in particular with couples and what makes people jealous in particular. Do you have a jealous streak, Simon, by the way? Are you jealous of no, women? No, I am not jealous. That you date, you're never jealous. No, almost never. If a man comes up and flirts with your woman right in front of you, would that make you jealous? No, it, it makes me upset because it's re- disrespectful. It's an aggression. That is But disrespect. I do not suffer much from jealousy. Really? But okay. no, I think I, I think really my mom gave me so much love at the beginning of my life. That's good. That I do not like worry about it too much. But I see disrespect when it is. What about you, Angie? Um, you know what? I have been jealous in the past. And Rachel, tell me if this is true. Um, with my husband, I have started out when we first started dating. The jealousy might have come from residual relationships. Maybe somebody cheated or was flirty or whatever. My husband, however 
has proven, him, proven himself to be very trustworthy. Mm-hmm. And so the jealousy has completely gone away. I don't have those feelings. Um, do you think that it's something, Rachel, with jealousy that people purposely um, do in a relationship to sort of manipulate somebody to, to keep them around? Or do you think uh, jealousy is a, a non-trusting thing? Where does that come from in relationships? What I see typically, and, and I've even seen this personally and professionally, is that it's based in insecurities, and it's based in that that, that fear-based uh, emotion that you have with someone where you're fearful. Are they going to leave me? There's a lot of uh, insecurities, abandonment issues that can come into play from past relationships, so you're right on with that. Uh, but as you feel that more more firm sense of security, it does typically dissipate. But in that early stage of the relationship, it can be very typical. And I see people playing those games all the time where they they think that they have to make someone fall in love with them or or make them call them or make them ask them out. And they do it in such a way that's trying to invoke jealousy. But with really confident people, they see through that and move on. So it's it's definitely a, a candle you might not want to touch. Yeah, I can agree with that. And Simon, you've talked before about a particular relationship you had where the woman was really jealous of you. Yes, yes, Rachel. I was dating a long distance, a wonderful French woman uh, from Paris, and I was in Texas at the time. And the jealousy started by cute, became, you know, uh, too much to breathe in, and at the end, offensive, and we had to break up. To the point she asked me one day, remember, uh, that I would have to FaceTime uh, if there was somebody under my cover while I was talking to her on the phone. That is crazy. And I said to her, <laughs> wow. if, if yeah. you, you have to realize you're losing it, Agatha. And, and I, said, I said, if I open the cover, there's nobody, we're going to break up because that's where it ends. I said, you have the choice. Trust me or I'll open the cover. She said, I just need to see who's under the cover. I did and we broke up. So that's, that's as bad. But wow. Rachel, do you think jealousy is a form of hate? I do. I think it's a form of aggression. I think it's, it's aggression, but I also think it's, it's self-hatred amongst anything else. It, yeah. uh, you know, and I think that relationship proved it yep. very, very specifically is clearly she didn't trust you because she didn't believe that she was worthy of that true commitment. She didn't believe that she could hold your attention. And that's all within ourselves. And it's so it's crazy to me, you know, having done this now for eight years full time. And I mm-hmm. see it time and time again in every relationship or every single person when we talk about jealousy, it always comes back to like they don't love themselves enough. Right. It, it, and, and a little bit of jealousy can be normal. And like you said, it's kind of cute in the beginning. There's yeah. some sort of territorial nature. I think we have some biological territorial nature in us. Right. But after that passes and you go full on stalker or full on crazy mode, it's not cute. <laughs> I agree with that. Too. I, I agree, agree with Rachel. that 100 percent. And then you have the other people who purposely try to make somebody jealous there in a relationship. I want to talk to you about that, Rachel and Simon, when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Our phone lines are open, 855-905-8255. Along with Simon Marcel, we have on the show with us relationship expert, coach, speaker, married at first sight star on FYI, Rachel D'Alto. Hi, Rachel. Bonjour, Rachel. Hey. Hey, thank you so much for being with us tonight. We're talking about jealousy and making your partner jealous on purpose, healthy or unhealthy. I think we know the answer to that. But in a recent study, 31% of women, 17% of men admit that they've actually tried intentionally to make a partner jealous. Um, Why do people do this, Rachel, in relationships? They have some sort of distorted perception that it will secure the relationship, that 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 intentional jealousy will make them think, oh, my gosh, this person is a hot commodity. I better lock this up. I better make sure that I pay attention. 
And in fact, most of the time when it goes above and beyond, it actually does the opposite. I have <laughs> one of my favorite uh, examples of this is I have a, a friend who will not be named who walks down the street with her guy and she will intentionally make eye contact with other men uh, to make them look at her and make him notice. Wow. <laughs> like, what are you doing? La, la, la. This is not helping. Yeah, no, it doesn't help. If you're somebody that is jealous yourself, let's say I'm a really jealous person, I have a hard time getting over it, what can I do to fix that in me? Because I know a lot of people struggle with jealousy. The biggest thing is is learning to figure out where that came from. Is it mm-hmm. a distrust of a partner from past relationships? Is it something within yourself that makes you feel like you're not worthy? Because there's clearly something that is inspiring those feelings. And I think what we do typically is we just say, okay, I just feel this way and, and that's the way it is. Well, no, there's typically a reason that invokes most of our emotions and most of our reactions. And I love the saying, it's not mine, but I feel it all the time, is if you're hysterical, it's historical. Oh. So you got to figure out what that history is. Interesting. And that's a great point. Yep. Got to get to the root of it. So, Rachel, we have a lot of emails coming in about this topic and people that want to ask you a question. So when we come back, we're going to get an email and uh, ask you about mm-hmm. that. That's cool. Sounds good to me. All right. We'll come back with Rachel D'Alto. More of your questions on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. Bonjour. So we have a special guest on with us today, a friend uh, of ours yes. from the FYI channel, Rachel D'Alto, also an expert on all things relationships. Hello, Rachel. Bonjour, Rachel. Hello. She's gonna change. Yes, she's going to change her name to Rachel now. Rachel, yes. <laughs> French pronunciation, Rachel. <laughs> so we've been talking a lot about jealousy. We have some emails for you, Rachel, if you don't mind answering an email question. Um, this comes to us from Doylestown, Pennsylvania. This is Kevin. He says, hey, guys. Hi, Rachel. I was just listening to your show, and I swear my girl tries to make me jealous all the time. She purposely flirts with guys in front of me, and I think she does it just to get a reaction out of me, but I'm not the kind of guy who gets jealous. So when I don't react, she says, I must not love her. I don't know what she wants. Should I pretend to care so that she gets the reaction she's looking for? What do you think he should do, Rachel? I think, Kevin, you need to, first of all, explain to her that you don't get jealous, but also give her the security that she needs to make her stop doing these acts. Obviously, you can then decide if she keeps on doing them, there's a deeper issue there. But letting her know, giving her, she might need more security, more verbal reinforcement that you care about her, more more uh, physical reinforcement that you care about her. All of those things, you know, we talk about the love languages a lot. Well, I, I talk about them all the time, but everybody mm-hmm. has their own love language that makes them feel more secure in a relationship. Figure out what hers is and do more of that. If it continues, then I think I'm a huge fan of really uncomfortable conversations mm-hmm. done in small doses. So having those com- uncomfortable conversations about like, hey, honey, like, what do I need to do? And, and what do you need to do to make this stop? Because this isn't helping us and being very honest. Yeah. Rachel, I was just going to say that communication, once you have this jealousy, a good sense of humor and communication. Because if you let yeah. jealousy grow and grow, it's too late at the end. So you have to stop this snake, you know, before it gets too big. After that, it's, you need a lot of therapy to change that. So I like what you're saying. It's exactly right. But you've got to address this. I and agree. Is okay. Thank yeah. you for answering that yeah. email so perfectly, Rachel. We're going to come back with more Rachel D'Alto and more Rendezvous with Simon and Angie next. 
Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, we have uh, Rachel D'Alto with us as well today. The She's beautiful, la très belle, yes. Rachel D'Alto. <laughs> la très belle, <laughs> Rachel. Très belle femme. Look at family. Yeah, you're all, you're I'm both. A fan. He, oh, fan. I, a fan. I, thought, I thought you said family. Oh, tre, I said, no, I said très belle femme, very beautiful woman, but oh. I'm a fan of Rachel. I'm a huge and fan. Her hair. I'm a huge fan as well. <laughs> Rachel, you've seen her before on the FYI channel with Married at First Sight and, yes. and also Kiss Bang Love. And Simon, you're also on the FYI channel. In bed with Simon. I would like one day maybe I get Rachel and you. We could do a little session. You uh, guys should do a show together. In, in bed with Simon and Rachel. Oh, in, oh, oh. <laughs> see, I feel like no. this is going in a totally different direction. <laughs> I know, right? right? That's the rendezvous. We say it's, 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 here we are. We took love and relationships and a little bit of naughty. That's right, and a little bit of naughty. So, thank you, <laughs> thank you so much, Rachel, for all your help with uh, our jealousy topic today. You were fantastic in answering some emails from our listeners, and uh, we would love to have you on the rendezvous anytime. Yes. I loved it. Thank you so much for having me. It was a blast as always. Thank you, Rachel. Of course. We look forward to seeing you Thank on the you, FYI Simon. channel. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm gonna let you guys Ooh talk la to la. each other off the yeah, air. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Connect me and Rachel. Are you still are you still single, Rachel? Is that personal? You don't want to talk about that? <laughs> I'm single. I am single at the moment. Ah, well, uh, Alors, next time I'm in New York, I would like to to meet Rachel. Oh, there, there you go. We're making a love connection I think we here. Could, we could do that. Uh, I like that. See, that's the rendezvous for uh-huh, you. Uh huh. Uh huh. She's already like a beautifully packaged <laughs> deal. She's got a career and kids. Like a, a, all she needs is a little French romance. And those, and those blonde hair. How can you resist such, See, you know, wonderful blonde hair? Poor Rachel. She's like, I was like assaulted. I was like, no, but you know. it was very soft. No, very soft caressing. Okay, thank you so much for being on the show, Rachel. I'll let you off the hook with this crazy show. If we have more <laughs> of the guys. Thank Thanks, you. Hashem. More of The Rendezvous coming up with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Our phone lines are open, 855-905-8255. You can email us anytime at therendezvousshow.com. Mm-hmm. Hello, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, ma belle. Bonjour, Angie. Bonjour. Would you like to take an email? I, yeah, yeah, definitely. Let's do it. Uh, we have one here from Felicia from Sussex, New Jersey. She says, hey, guys, I love your show. I just wanted to get your opinion on something. Mm-hmm. Under what circumstances, if any, should you give a cheater another chance that is a very dangerous question i mean do you think you should ever give a cheater another chance simon yes of course there is a there is in my book the rule of the the, the forgiveness so let's say it's a one time thing one, one time. time okay so because we can all make mistake i Agree. don't believe in like forever you know I, I don't believe in the once a cheater, always a cheater No, I don't believe that either. either. So let's say that your boyfriend or your husband or somebody's made one time on a business trip, something happened and he confessed and he asked for your forgiveness. Mm-hmm. I think if he shows in his heart, if he shows over the time, if he try to repair the relationship, if he asks forgiveness, maybe go to therapy, he right. does all he can. Giving a second chance is the true expression of true love. I agree with because you. Because isn't it, you married, right? So yes. let's ask you. Mm-hmm. On, do you think you could forgive Jason once I could for forgive cheating him. on you? I could forgive him one time because I have an investment with this man. I love him. We have a family. I think everybody does make mistakes, like you said. If it's more than one time, now we're habitual, and that's a huge problem. And then Agreed. no, then forgiveness is not an option at that point. But I think one time slip up 
it can be forgiven. But so, on one time only. One time only. You get one shot. Otherwise, no breaks. There's no such thing as three strikes throughout with that. No. All right. <laughs> How did you find out you were being cheated on? We're going to talk about that next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Phone lines are open, 855-905-8255. We're talking cheating, Simon. Cheating, Cheating. Angie. You know it. Uh, a new study says that over three-quarters of women who've been cheated on correctly suspected that their spouse was cheating, so they already kind of knew. Wow. How did you find out you were being cheated on? I feel like we all have a little bit of intuition that sometimes makes us... Yeah. That's how people start snooping. You know, maybe you're getting some sick. I found out I was being cheated on. Well, I, I, I kind of suspected, but I wasn't looking for anything. But the ding dong left his email open <laughs> on an open computer, open laptop. So, of course, I'm going to walk by. If I see it open, I'm going to look. It's just natural sure. curiosity. Um, and it was an email between himself and uh, this woman that worked at a diner down the street that was a waitress. And it was all about, oh, I can't wait to see you again and blah, 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 and all the things that they were doing. So, of course, oh. I went back and found a bunch of emails and mm-hmm. I printed them all out. So in that time from the moment you find out until that person comes home is like the oh most my God. time. And so he came home and I presented him with the emails. Do you know what he said? No, what did he say? I didn't write that. <laughs> it wasn't me. It wasn't me. He gave me the shaggy. And what did you say? I was like, it's in, but it's in black and white, literally in black and white. And he tr- kept trying to say that he didn't write those. Um, I obviously broke up with him. Yeah. Um, so that's one of the ways you know, that I found out. Now I remember I had a girlfriend at the time in my late 20s that didn't come back until 7 in the morning. And then she, I said, what did you do all night? Nothing, just dancing. Dancing said, until 7 in the morning. On. And then I looked at her neck. And what do you call this? You know when the a kid, hickey? Yeah, a hickey. What were you sixteen? No, like, when did this happen? Wow. I don't, she so she said. I said, how did that that hickey got here? Oh, she said, I don't remember. I said, come I on. I don't remember. I was so I was so upset. I bet. Well, see, there are some crazy hickeys. ways hickeys. That's a good way to find out. There are some crazy ways people have found out that they were being cheated on. Up next, we have uh, somebody on the line yes. who you're not going to believe, Simon, how she caught her husband cheating. Let's talk to her next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonjour, Simon. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. Thank you for being with us tonight. 855-905-8255. That's the number to call if you have a question about love, romance, sex, you name it. We do have somebody on the phone right now, Simon, from Medina, Ohio. Ah. Let's say hello to Trisha. Hey, Trisha. Hey, Trisha. Hey. Hey, so we were talking. Good. How are you? Good, thanks. We were talking about how you found out you were cheated on. Is that what your call is about? It is. Ooh, okay, let's have it. What's up? Uh, so my story is a little bit crazy because I actually found out about my husband's affair um, when I got the mail one day, and there was a package in there that he had addressed to some woman, and it was returned back to our house because he didn't put enough postage on it. Okay. So mm-hmm. obviously, I opened it up, and inside there was <laughs> obviously, one <of> <laughs> <laughs> obviously, I just opened up his mail. No big deal. Well, you have to wonder, right? So, well, you had a, you had a weird suspicion. I did. Yeah. I. I mean, it just didn't seem right to me, and it obviously wasn't. 
because there was an external hard drive, one of those USB hard drives inside, and Mm -hmm. when I plugged it in, there were really graphic videos of my husband having sex with (gasps) who I presume is the woman he was sending it to. Oh, no. That is not good. I mean, you can't have any more evidence than that, right? I mean, sometimes you think you know, but you definitely knew. Simon, what do you do about that? How did um, you, what did you say when you confronted your husband? Well, I, I, I mean, I was obviously pretty sick to my stomach, and I didn't even know what I would say. So I just kept my laptop open and the USB plugged in. And when he walked in, I had the video playing um, and a bag packed for him. And I filed divorce papers the next day. There wasn't wow. a whole lot to say. I'm so sorry to hear that. That's an awful way to find out. Yeah, this is really busted, double busted, triple busted. Yeah, because you know you find out somebody's cheating on you, and you have you may you but, might have an image in your mind, but if you see it, I mean, you can't get that image out of your mind. And and and, and I understand, Trisha. There is you know the notion of you play, you pay. That whoever thinks that they can get away with with cheating and all this, it most of the time you get you get caught. So I'm very sorry for for Trisha, you know, with the story, but at least Trisha. That gives you an opportunity to find another man and a good one this time. So Yeah, and we hope that you trust again because I know that sometimes when you get out of a relationship, when it ends in such spectacular fashion the way yours just did, it's hard to go into another relationship and not immediately walk in thinking that everybody's going to cheat or not trusting somebody. It's hard, especially it was traumatic what you saw. Absolutely. Yeah, someday, far off in the future, maybe. Not right now, for sure. Take, take your time to heal. Yes. Definitely. And I would go I would do a little therapy for yourself because it's such a painful disappointment to, mm-hmm. to talk about it because the anger, so, you know, the sadness once everything is, is he's left the house and you're alone, I think there's a lot to talk about and what went wrong, really. Mm-hmm. So that's something to, to think about, maybe. For sure, yeah. You know, it's like heal the past to kiss the future. Oh, I like that ah, saying. You have to. Heal the past to kiss the future. Yes, so that you can be healthy and ready to go when That's that it. Mr. Right comes along. And, and he's coming. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> he will. He he's, will he's, for He's sure. coming with a French accent. Oh. <laughs> Simon is Even extra better. flirty. He is extra flirty today. I love it. I love it. Ah, I, mean, listen, just, I like it. <laughs> Thank you so much, Trisha, for your phone call. Thanks for sharing that story. I know that's probably not an easy story to tell, but we appreciate it, and we wish you the best of luck. Thank you Thank very you much. Thank you so much. Good luck to you. Thank you. More, thank you. Bye-bye. More of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie is coming up next. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Phone lines are always open for your calls, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, mon ange. Bonsoir, my angel. Oh, you're so sweet. It's a unique name, Angie, mon ange, my angel. My angel, menage, I like it. (laughs) No, 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 mon ange. Mon ange. Okay, you can also always email the show (laughs) if you have a question. You know, sometimes people are a little bit nervous to be on the air or don't want their business all out there. You could recognize my boys. We'll take your email questions as well. That's at therendezvousshow.com. We have one here, Simon. Mm -hmm. Brandon from Peoria, Illinois says, hey, Simon and Angie, this girl I'm seeing just sent me a text message asking me if I made reservations for us yet for Valentine's Day because she said all the good restaurants get booked quickly, which they do. Yeah. Um, We're not exclusive. And to be honest, I'm not even sure if I want to be yet. So I'm afraid that hanging out with her on Valentine's Day is going to give her the wrong idea. So what should I say? say that is his question that's a tough one i mean 
a lot of times people will take a Valentine's date when you're just starting out as commitment. Like, that's very serious. No? No, it is, Brendan. I, I think that you have to do what you feel. Mm-hmm. It's not the rules. It's not the etiquette in this case. Is If you don't really feel it's not the time yet, just don't do it. That's a great right, answer. But what does he say to her, though? If he says, you know, she says, have you done it? Um, what is he supposed to say? Should he make up an excuse? Then if you, yeah, there's plenty of excuses you can make. You know, either you, 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 uh, you, your mom is not feeling well. You can find anything. What I don't want is to have a situation where it's awkward. Right. That's the worst for Valentine's Day. He already has an out because she knows that they get booked up right away. He can be like, well, they're all booked, really. I don't know. Right. You could say that. But, yeah, no matter what the excuse is, it's better than going in, in if you don't feel it. Yeah, it's a, it's pressure. And is Valentine's Day a lot of pressure for men? Let's talk about that next, Simon. Yes. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Taking your calls, 855-905-8255. And anytime on therendezvousshow.com, you can email us there. Simon Marcel, there's also... Uh, we can see you on the FYI channel every Tuesday, but if you miss a show... You go to therendezvousshow.com and you look for In Bed with Simon. In Bed with Simon, my new favorite show. Thank you, Angie. So we've been talking about Valentine's Day, and men don't hate Valentine's Day, it's been said, but they fear it. Uh, in a recent survey, <laughs> um, men say that they purposely, a third of men say, they purposely avoid getting in a relationship between Thanksgiving and Valentine's Day. Why? Because... Threats uh, to their egos and their wallets, meaning you're so lazy you don't want to buy a gift for somebody and that's why you don't want to be in a relationship. Christmas, you know, Valentine's Day, that sounds ridiculous to me. It it does, no, it does to me too. Uh, You only feel like this if you're not in love or if you're upset at your girlfriend or really you have no emotions because if you're attached to your girlfriend or your wife or your partner, why would you be feeling like this? They don't even want to be in a relationship around that time, meaning... They're really cheap, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I think there's so many things you can do on Valentine's Day that don't require a bunch of money. No. So that's an excuse. But we, to, to be totally honest, Angie, there is a little pressure uh, sometimes from some women that it's like, um, you know, what do you say? Meeting with the Jones or comparing? Keeping to, up with the Joneses. Yes. On mm-hmm. Valentine's Day, there's a keeping up with the Jones mentality a little bit. Right. What restaurant you, is he taking you and the girlfriend's talk? And that creates for men a pressure. Mm, I can see. Yeah, I I can see how that would be pressure. It doesn't always have to be this big, grand gesture, though. I mean, romance is inexpensive. Romance is experience and spontaneous. Most women, I guess, end up disappointed, though, on Valentine's Day. And we're going to tell you why next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Phone lines are always open for your advice, questions, or comments. 855-905-8255. Hello, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, mon ange. Bonsoir, Bonsoir. mon angel. Uh, I have a question before we go anywhere. Yes. Question for you. Uh, Valentine's Day. Yes. We just talked about the pressure men feels, spending a lot of money, mm-hmm. being romantic, the flowers, the chocolate, the cards, and the expenses, restaurants, and all that. But on the other end... On the other side of the table are all the women, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that we also hope at the end of the night we're going to make love to. Do you think that, have you felt that pressure first in the last 20 years with men you dated, even before Jason, mm-hmm. that Valentine's Day was really this this um, day where it was expected to make love or something 
at the end of the night. It's a long seduction with that's supposed to be well at the said. very end, right? Yes. Well, I mean, there is some pressure there. I mean, I don't think it's a bad pressure for me personally because I enjoy that part of it all. But <laughs> I do believe there is some pressure on Valentine's Day because men are making these grand, you know, gestures sometimes. The the flowers, the candy, the dinner, or maybe some jewelry, whatever it may be. Hopefully not some cheesy lingerie. But <laughs> a lot of times there is. Um, hopefully the date and the day itself will put you in that mood anyway so that it's inevitable it's going to happen. I think there's pressure for that. It's kind of like the same as wedding night. You know, people feel like if they don't have sex on their wedding night that it was some sort of yes, a failure. that's my point, Angie. And a lot of times people are so tired and worn out and it, maybe sometimes it doesn't happen. I couldn't wait, but, you know, a lot of times that happens. I do feel pressure sometimes, but it's a good pressure for me. Um, another- do, are you expecting it, Simon, on Valentine's night? I'm expecting it. Every, night. every day, every night, we wish, for, we hope for the best every night. Yes, exactly, because <laughs> because it should be always on. Yeah, I think so too. And like I said, you're probably already in that mood. Um, and I think if the man is being romantic and it is a, a full seduction, a long day, you're more than happy to oblige. Hopefully, you know it. You know it. Are you going to be making love on Valentine's I Day? Because I'm a single man. So, so what are you going to do? Are I, you? I, I have to. Uh, to see what is going to happen. Are you going to maybe go out with friends if you don't have a date? Or oh, for sure. Are you just going to sit at home and watch Netflix reruns? What no, are you going to do? No, Netflix and rerun. Uh, maybe Netflix C- and chill alone. And then maybe CNN to very spice things up. Netflix oh. and date with your hand. No? <laughs> I'm kidding. No. That's romantic, isn't it? I was going to write love letters with my hand. Oh, uh, yes. look at you. No, no. Uh, it, it's either by then uh, something will happen, or maybe I'll just be with friends totally at ease so, and enjoy. Do you do you call your mother on Valentine's no, Day? No, I mean, good Why not? Because, <laughs> I mean, my, my mom, I mean, my... No, you're right. No, it's not does your dad? Does your do your parents still do anything for Valentine's Day? No, La Saint Valentin is the whole the Valentine's Day is not celebrated much in France. It's not because every day it's is Saint Valentin. So that's that's really it is celebrated, but honestly, it's more a cliche, and it's for the very I mean the people in the twenties. I think everybody else they expect the romance every day, right? And not a top on Saint Valentin. Okay. So my parents, my father is super romantic, and I would say every week something is on. I love From, that. There's not one week. One week in 50 years, my mother did not receive flowers. Wow. We're talking about 50 years. That's amazing. Multiplied by 52 weeks, flowers every single week. And it's simple. With, but... with, with Je t'aime, Elisabeth. So oh, please. I love it. So, yeah, so he's the master of the romance. See, something simple to do all the time. You know what? Something simple to do that would be really romantic that our listeners can do what is, is it? they can go on the rendezvousshow.com ah, yes. and sign up to win a trip to go see Mariah Carey. Voila. Wouldn't you love to take your lover to see Mariah in Las Vegas? <laughs> yeah, that would be, that'd be great. I think that would be pretty amazing. You can do that. Uh, the rendezvous, Mariah Carey, Vegas Flyway Sweepstakes, no purchase necessary, void in Alaska and Hawaii and were prohibited. Open to legal residents of the contiguous USDC, 21 and older. Sweepstakes ends 1159 Eastern, February 12th, 2017. Go sign up and that will definitely get you some at the end of the night. You know it. (laughs) I think so too. More of The Rendezvous coming up with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon Marcel, another fabulous evening with well, you. Well, thank you, Angie Taylor. Thank you, Monange. Yes, and have you noticed that I multitask on Tuesday? Right, when you I do. disappear for two minutes, 
Well, you're, to, to you're, my, yeah. to my in Where bed. do you go? Well, I go, jump on the bed uh-huh. down the street to the mall. Right. right? <laughs> then I do in bed with Simon for FYI. Wow. And then I come right back to finish the rendezvous with you. And you don't even break a sweat. No, not even because I don't sweat much. You're so smooth. No, well, it's the only thing that men can multitask is the talking. So I can talk here and on that Tuesday night I can talk on FYI. With in bed with Simon, and we talk tonight about cheating. And yes, so we cheating. We talk here, we talk there. Big deal, the cheating. Yes, for sure. And what if people miss your show? Where they can, where can they see it? TheRendezVousShow.com. Yes. That's where all the episodes are at, for you to see at all time. There's pictures, there's Angie's pictures, there's past episodes, survey. Go to our website, TheRendezVousShow.com. Dot com. Lots of good stuff on there. You can sign up to win your Mariah Carey trip to Vegas, too. That so to Vegas. Yes. Make sure you go check it out. And we will see you next time on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.